Please follow us on Instagram at Masband Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. You should just beatbox while I speak. Okay, so we're we're introducing ourselves. All right, so 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 we are Pattern Nation, and um, we are multidisciplinary artists. And this sort of brand, but also creative platform, encompasses the work that we do. So I'll start with myself. Um, my name's Sydney Eva, and I am a Canadian born in Vancouver on the unceded Coast Salish territories. Grew up in a city called Coquitlam, and uh, yeah, so that's a big part of who I am and my experiences. I was able to study art there, have a very creative family, and I've always loved pattern and color. Mm-hmm. So my mediums are painting, mural painting. I do more of the like uh, graphic design elements for our brand, textile mm-hmm. design, um, blob, like textile installation art and immersive art, mm-hmm. um, as well as the fashion design element, which is where Costa and I both um join in mm-hmm. so yeah and to my right my beautiful husband yes oh. greeting yeah yeah well uh my original name is mm-hmm. Shabalala. so Mtlaganepo wow. meaning meaning wisdom in isi zulu so oh. i am Dumela. i am zulu yeah that is so true Dumela is oh. so true <laughs> okay. but saubona saubona is, is zulu yeah, yeah. Oh, but, that's cool that you actually know how to speak the Swahili. That's, that's uh, yeah, she's from Zim. Oh, wait, Debatable. Here? Okay, I know phrases. <laughs> oh, wait. Me too. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. No, that's dope, though. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Okay, so uh, anyway, I I am a recording artist, mm-hmm. and uh, my stage name is Costa or Costa Besta. Okay. But yeah, most people call me Costa because my name is quite long and it's a bit of a tongue twist. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I just go for Costa. That's it. That's, that's okay. cool. And um, I'm also a beat maker, but not a producer as yet. Mm-hmm. And um, I am a photographer. Ooh. Sort of like a yeah, like a professional amateur on that one there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And I'm a designer at Pattern Nation. I design some of the clothes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I'm more of a musical person. I, yeah. Yeah, I just let music speak for me. Yeah. Because I don't say it much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on. I'm so excited. You're my first duo. So, ha, <laughs> Um, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear both sides of the, the, the coin. Um, and yeah, to start off with, um, if you could be mortal, what age would you stop aging? And why? Ah, okay. I, yeah, okay, I'll go first, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Costa is going first. So <laughs> I will, I would like to. And the aging process at 31. <laughs> That's how old you are now. Yeah, exactly. You're good now. <laughs> so this is, Goodbye. yeah, this is the perfect time to just be like, you know, a mortal and just, yeah, because I feel like at this age, mm-hmm. you, you can't really tell whether I am that old or am I young mm-hmm. or am I just a hairy guy, you know, with a facial hair or stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. I just want to keep people confused about my age. Wow, that's anyway. a brilliant, great type situation there. Right. <laughs> hmm. Well, okay, I'm only I'm 26. Uh huh. But I feel like maybe I want to be. I think I have a little bit more growing to do. <laughs> Not growing. I'm like six yeah. foot tall, but um, oh, yeah. inner growing. I guess that will happen forever if you're immortal. But yeah. see, our birthdays are the same day. Yeah. So if I'm also 31, we'll be forever the exact same age, and that would be freaky. Yeah. So so maybe we'll, I'll go <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> 31. Okay. Nice. All right. 
Well, 31. And, um, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, guys, do you think, um, either one of you could answer this one. Um, do you think that your creative process for your brand, or you can speak individually if you'd like, um, is about putting your heart and soul into what you do? Do you, is that how you kind of work? Um, or are you more of a go with the flow, free flow it, um, whatever the medium intends is, you know, is the action and it's it's it's, it's how you want it's, it's what was meant to be mm. i think we different yeah i do too mm. i'm definitely more of a, the planner like i'm always <laughs> the one like looking for different opportunities or different like gigs or contests or mm-hmm. getting things published so that takes a lot of like the admin side. admin pre-planning mm-hmm. like I'll be working on something or start an editorial shoot at, you know, months ahead of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it still comes from the heart. It's just a matter of like maybe being a bit more like or I don't know, I'm not really organized, but mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, like then, method to the madness. Yeah, definitely. And mm-hmm. and also like with being the more visual person, mm-hmm. it's a lot of a lot of the work for me is how do we present ourselves mm-hmm. so like for instance if Costa's doing photography he'll edit the photos and then I'm the one in charge of when and how we're going to put them out so mm-hmm. I feel like it's a nice balance in that way yeah what do you think oh, yeah 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 well with me it goes with I go with the flow I just yeah. go with the flow yeah and um um I kind of uh don't like to conform with the norm you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, just, I just like to do whatever I want but yeah. at the same time that whatever I want has to be relevant with what we are doing right so, yeah 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 so that's, that's how it is. Yeah. okay so as a couple you're obviously um, working together collaborating together um, how does that affect your own creative process is it a blessing or is it sometimes a case of okay i really need to take myself out of this just so that the brand can move forward Mm. yeah and we're even studying fashion together uh as well so that definitely happens Mm -hmm. i think the thing that saves us is that we each have our own passions so the Mm -hmm. fashion design like we do all the cutting and all the sewing we're starting to design our own textiles as well Mm -hmm. so that's something we share Mm -hmm. but then when we need time to be creative on our own Mm -hmm. i'll go paint and you'll go make some beats or Mm -hmm. create music or so i think that's honestly what because if we were only doing the same things all the time it's Mm -hmm. it's especially with covid you know we we literally only saw each other for months like So I, I think that having our own passions mm-hmm. in creativity that are different than each other is a really cool thing, as well as having all the shared um, mm. creativity that we have, you know? Okay. Um, so tell us about your, your, your actual creativity. Um, did you both always want to do what you are doing now? Or can, can, you, can you name a time where you were like, hells yeah. I'm, I'm doing it, Mama. I made it. Or is it kind of just like <laughs> kind of stumbled upon it? It's, it's been just like again uh, a series of events, um, fortunate events. I well, I feel like we've been doing what we've been doing mm-hmm. uh, separately, but then when we met, it was sort of like a, a bonus, you know, like yeah. A, yeah. yo, oh really? Like yeah. don't get out of here, don't lie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like yo, I paint too. I love painting. I love thrifting. Like oh, I love thrifting too. Oh really? Um, you know, I love yeah. Because um, even before we met, I was uh, part of this one brand called Rock Paper Scissors. Mm-hmm. It was a fashion brand. So uh, back then, I couldn't really sew for myself, mm-hmm. but I had a whole lot of ideas. So I just came up with a whole lot of. Um, designs and mm-hmm. I worked with with people that could 
sew the clothing together, like seamstresses or CMTs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when we met up with Sydney, it was sort of like, yo, I, you know, it's on that 50 50 path. So yeah. we're just going on 100 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think the fact that we were already both into this colorful aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, I the way I am is influencing you like we're both coming into it like it literally every surface that we can paint in our house is colorful like <laughs> and we wear colors every day and it's so cool to have that that partner into that and I've always been colorful yeah. I actually first started acting and they were like no you can't wear this many colors to acting classes <laughs> so then that's when I knew it wasn't for me yeah so <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah i think having a passion for fashion since i was young as well as you but only in the last three years mm-hmm. have i started making the clothes and then now we're like okay we chose to study and that's what brought us to cape town so it seems like as difficult as being from the opposite sides of the planet mm-hmm. and different cultures mm-hmm. like everything in our previous lives before each other like has it, it feels like we're on the right path now yeah yeah that's 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 cool that's really beautiful um so you're saying that you start you're studying fashion right mm-hmm. huh. i'm proud of you how are you finding it yeah you know lovely. it's lovely <laughs> it's weird because of covid oh dope dope so what we're doing is sort of like a catered to what we wanted to learn degree okay. so the amazing cape town college of fashion design is allowing us to do one year instead of three so we're doing like sewing garment construction business classes and like retail management so it's kind of cool because we felt like Okay, there's a lot we've already taught ourselves, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but just in the last month, our sewing skills have gone up. I mean, obviously with COVID, we was online for a few months, but Mm -hmm. now we're back in classes and yeah, it's, it's been a a great experience. And I think when you teach yourself something, you can learn a lot, but you're not going to necessarily learn like the most proper Mm -hmm. way to sew and these techniques. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as like the fashion design elements of the mm-hmm. program we aren't actually doing that because we both have a really strong clear mm-hmm. ideas of what we want to design already so oh. yeah it's I love it's that. it's quite a cool opportunity yeah that's really cool i wish i i wish i had that opportunity because oh, my course my course sucked the fashion out of me really yeah that's I, why i didn't want to go to fashion school in canada to be honest yeah um it was it was a blessing and like like you said i did learn how to um sew i did learn how the fundamentals but i quickly another um girl that i interviewed she was like they teach you to work for somebody else and i right. never thought of it like that and i was like i've always been very individualistic and i felt like my vision and my ideas were always like you know stifled so i kind of i just did what i had to do to and then right. got out and then i just I, didn't look didn't look back so yeah 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 i can say this this program is actually quite based on being your own fashion designer Mm -hmm. um i you know and i think cape town is really a a huge hub for design like Mm -hmm. going to we were just at um the vna waterfront mall and it's like at least my experience of canada it's Mm -hmm. like there's way more innovative design and local um yeah yeah uh local stuff that is just really innovative i guess i already Mm -hmm. said that word but Mm -hmm. it's also like not just black and gray which is something that deterred me from wanting to study in north america plus i mean it's a fraction of what we would pay overseas to study so you know everyone should just come study at cape town (laughs) school of fashion design yeah 100 percent um so do you guys have any um, photographers, designers or artists that you also turn to for inspiration? Or are you... Um, yeah. No, we're not doing that. We, we're trying to find our own sound, our own vision. Well, I would say more than ever, there's designers here in Cape Town and South Africa that are on the same 
like wavelength as us. So mm-hmm. we trade, we sell our clothes at a store called Blue Priest, mm-hmm. and they have their own clothing line as well. That's in Musenberg, which is another city close to Cape Town. Mm-hmm. And like their stuff is so inspirational. The, the it's a whole collective of artists. Mm-hmm. They use amazing textiles from across the continent and create also like our focus is on ungendered fashion mm-hmm. that you know is colorful and pattern and so mm-hmm. blue, blue priest is one also masamara is another friend of ours mm-hmm. uh who is an amazing designer just kind of straddling the boundaries between art and fashion design mm-hmm. really and designs all of his own textiles as well so they're based in Cape Town as well mm-hmm. and then the third designer based in Cape Town that we love is Wale Mandla mm-hmm. he's a great guy and his work is very like neon colors and original patterns and just mm-hmm. like so honestly like it's so great to see other designers doing the same kind of things as us yeah, okay. yeah and then I think that's mainly the designers we love. Do you have mm-hmm. any others? Uh, not really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least here in South Africa. I myself. You love yourself. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Always refer to yourself first and then somebody else. <laughs> True. True. Um, so, do you guys get inspiration from anything from anywhere else? So when you're designing your patterns, let's say, they're very... Mm out there and you know in your face you can't not see them um how do you where do you get inspiration for that your color palette where do you get inspiration for that for a collection that you're doing well i mean i i think some like our color palettes are often like every color is welcome to the party yeah yeah Yeah. but then sometimes oh sorry oh yeah 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 but like sometimes we'll do a photo shoot where maybe we're focusing on one color over another mm-hmm. um, to in collaboration with the models or the photographers to come up with that concept. Mm-hmm. But mostly in our clothing, we are so most so only our recent collections have designed fabrics by us. Mm-hmm. Up until then, we've been sourcing the fabrics. Um, yeah local stores from our travels and finding things that we love Mm -hmm. but we're more and more wanting to go towards like illustrating things that are original to pattern nation because i feel like um yeah like we love that 80s and 90s vibe Mm -hmm. and then of course like the south african cultures here like Mm -hmm. in the belly patterns and the the zulu patterns and brands like makosa and what they're doing with patterns are influenced Mm -hmm. but because i'm i'm a white settler like from canada Mm -hmm. i i'm very much on my mind to create something new and to work with textiles that are different than what you usually see Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. okay um what does your i want to say art but let yeah what does your art say about you two as people and could you could just could somebody separate your art to you or you to your art or is it just like your one entity and that's that's it yeah I, well i would say um the type of clothing and aesthetic that we go for is just being unique and standing out mm-hmm. and i feel like with our clothing it's it's very distinct you can tell that it's us for a while for a far distance yeah yeah you're like oh, oh yeah that's costa oh oh no that's sydney you know mm-hmm. we definitely live our aesthetic on a daily yes. basis like yeah we, like we have a shared closet and everything is colorful mm-hmm. you know and i i think that it also has to do with your mood and creating that vibe around you like it's funny our friends like they were like i think that we saw someone in your neighborhood that's probably your friend and they were yeah. because the people <laughs> we surround ourselves with are also experimenting with fashion and art mm-hmm. and color um mm-hmm. because you know i think it's not for everyone it's it's something that you should feel passionate about but mm-hmm. uh we definitely live our aesthetic oh, yeah. yeah yeah we don't always wear our own clothes um mm-hmm. we thrift a lot of clothes and also support other local brands but mm-hmm. whatever it is it's like gonna be patterned or colored yeah right yeah okay um 
Costa. Your music, how does your music affect your creative process in your um your shared creation with Sydney? And um how could can you can you just describe to us how you've maybe come up with some of your music? Is it the same process as how you come up with some of your patterns, or is it completely different? Is it like Mr. Jack? Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, it's really different because yeah. uh, when when it comes to writing mm-hmm. the lyrics, um, there's this process where I have to like wake up really early at around like six when mm-hmm. everybody else is asleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I have my morning meditations, you know, my herbal meditation. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. after that, I just listen to a beat mm-hmm. and I put that on repeat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, start, I start writing. I start writing until the song is complete. Mm-hmm. And then there's another process where I make beats. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm also a beatboxer, right? So I right. beatbox. And uh, with whichever beat that I make, it sort of comes in my mind first, and I sort of like mimic it by beatboxing it. Mm-hmm. And from there, I'm going straight to the Logic Pro, try to find a certain instrument that's going to mimic the the certain sound of the beatbox that I just did. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah, it's really it's diverse. But, diverse. Yeah. And does that differ yeah. to when you're now um, designing? Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Uh, so when it comes to me and designing clothes, I don't really draw things yeah. down. They sort of in my head, and from there, mm-hmm. I just try and you know, yeah, make it happen. Yeah, I make it happen from there. Okay. Um, Sid, how do you do, do your designing? Do you do you sketch things out? Do you? Or are you a, sure. a, a picture person? For sure, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I love to draw and illustrate. And so mm-hmm. I won't necessarily like do something super like detailed, um, but I love to see like the ideas for collections mm-hmm. uh, come together mm-hmm. in drawings first. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I also. Oh, it's pouring rain. It's just like London. Anyways, it's not raining today. (laughs) Oh, lucky you! (laughs) Right, it's still your, it's still your summer. That's the difference. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely the difference between us. Like, I'm more visual, so, um, well, not more visual, but I'm the painter or drawer Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then also, I wanted to say like a cool way that that comes together with Mm -hmm. Costa's music is in his music videos. So we've made a lot of different like music videos, dance Mm -hmm. films featuring his music. We have a new one coming out next month Mm -hmm. and they, therefore we can show my illustrations in that Mm -hmm. or music. We're both dancers and the clothing. So that's a really cool. You're like a proper creative hive in, in just, two people that's really amazing yeah thank you (laughs) like you're lucky that you found each other and yeah i'm jealous (laughs) no it's crazy man yeah it's crazy and as i said before we're both born on november 8th and that just seals the deal like whatever we're disagreeing it's like not this is bigger than us like (laughs) you know yeah oh that's great so you're like literally two you're the same person in just different bodies, more or less. So you and, and I think, think it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm a white woman, and you're a black man, and we mm-hmm. come from opposite cultures. Mm-hmm. Well, not opposite, but literally geographically mm-hmm. opposite. And I think it's really cool in our message to share that too. Like you know, yeah. we have so much in common, even though maybe from the outside we're so different. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and talking about that that difference and in, in how you want to show that message, um, is that how how do you connect the dots between your message, the vision, and then the the wearer, the viewer, the listener? How do you kind of bridge that those gaps? Mm. 
Yeah, I, I feel like music is 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 another medium to also just communicating with with mm-hmm. the customer or the fan mm-hmm. or anybody who'd be interested in what we're doing. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think also it's it's the the photo shoots and events that we have mm-hmm. show the community who's around us. Like all of our models are people who are friends oh, yeah. in our lives. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think that like it's a it's a big part of the platform to bring people together across like race and class barriers mm-hmm. through the love of color and patterns because that does speak universally to so many people. Mm-hmm. And when we can show like everyone's accepted all genders all sizes mm-hmm. all races everybody you know all mm-hmm. ages like our oldest model has been like in her 60s or 70s yeah and then our youngest has been five so i you know it's, it's honestly it's hard to find our target market because we do want to be so inclusive and mm-hmm. accepting um with still having like a playful fun mm-hmm. um energy to what mm-hmm. we do because that's where people connect when they can open up and be silly, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's that, that's cool. Um eating anything. I know it's like quarantine and you and you guys are kind of now coming out of like, you know, your lockdown ETC. But like have you been reading anything cool? Have you been watching anything cool to kind of make the time pass? 24 hours are a mm-hmm. long it's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we've been watching a couple of interesting movies and documentaries mm-hmm. but uh i think i think it was a couple of weeks ago we watched uh black is king oh yeah that was amazing yeah, yeah. Black is king. the visuals you know the fashion they uh-huh. was so dope it was like yeah, yeah. and and was... you know a lot of south african actors that we recognized that was mm-hmm. amazing yeah yeah um i've i have read a few books Mm-hmm. I have I'm reading currently two books one is um, I think I'm gonna I hope I'm gonna say her name right it's called it's by Thais Lassie oh yeah by, and it's called Gone Must Go so I'm reading that one actually and then I'm listening to Untamed by Glendon Doyle mm-hmm. um, which is also a really cool story so yeah. it's definitely giving me more, me more time to uh, to read and then yeah listening on Audible to, to different books like definitely like i listened to tiffany haddish's yeah um and then uh there's another one that's really if you want to learn about canadian experience of uh police brutality it's called um the skin we're in Mm -hmm. and i can't think of the author's name off my head which is i'm sorry about that but Mm -hmm. it was super interesting tying me back to my home and and reading Mm -hmm. about what's been up in canada but intense Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, we watch regular Netflix shows, but we're not as jazzed up about them as creative shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Okay. That's really cool. Um, How do you guys edit your work? Um, do you do you enjoy your editing process? How do you pick the pictures that you're going to put on your socials or the ones that you're going to use for a campaign? Um, yeah, man. That's... I love it. Is it like, you know, picking your favorite child type situation? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) yo, at the end of the day, like, there's a lot of pictures to choose from. Mm. But uh, it's worth it. And when it comes to editing, yo, that's like my thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, doing all these pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's so dope, though. I do more of the video editing and you do the photo editing. So that's mm-hmm. a nice balance as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what? honestly, that's that's a lot of the work. The fun part is the shoots. And then at the end, it's how you translate that to yeah. the world through social media. You know? Yeah. yeah. What softwares are you, do you guys use? Um, what's your setup like? Do you have like the big backpack and the suitcase of like cameras and tripods and all of that? Or are you sort of like, you know more compact type yeah we try to stay compact because Mm -hmm. our lives are between canada and south africa Mm -hmm. so if if we can bring it on the plane so we have like (laughs) what we have a canon camera we got that a few years ago and it's been a game changer it's really given us the freedom to uh shoot whenever we need to and Mm -hmm. the awesome part is so many other photographers have used our camera 
um, who don't have access to equipment here in South Africa. So that has been super rad. So we, yeah, we just do film, video on, uh, sorry, photos on this Canon camera. We each Mm -hmm. have a laptop. I have a super cool laptop, which is uh, Windows Surface and you can draw on it. And so that has opened up graphic design and, and yeah. it's been how we do a lot of the edits on our photos. Yeah. Um, and then you have like a little mini controller recording yes. situation yeah, for music. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. yeah, it's like a little mini MIDI keyboard. Yeah. Like a 25 key, you know, but I'm also still learning how to play the keys. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but for me, when it comes to creating a beat, I just go with the flow. I just go mm-hmm. with what yeah. I feel is going to be nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we use Adobe. We use yes. Adobe, and then you yeah. use Logic Pro? Logic Pro X. Yeah, Pro so 10. like yeah. Premiere Pro and, and Photoshop, Lightroom, little bit of Illustrator. Mm-hmm. So, but we're, we're honestly still teaching ourselves. A lot of the time, the things yeah. we're coming up with, like it's an opportunity to learn how to do it oh yeah i dj as well oh yeah 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 check out my mixes you know what i'm saying <laughs> you need to link me you guys i'm so yeah weird. yeah yeah definitely like this is like a1 for me right now I, I was expecting to interview one human and learn about one human experience with a creative person and like i feel like i won the lottery <laughs> ah, i'm so i'm so excited about this like honestly no thank Wait. you um do you guys reckon having technique and learning skills such as editing such as you know um going to university like you are to learn pattern do you think that is fundamental and it's very important for an up-and-comer designer beat maker rapper um photographer or is it is it like if you can do it but it's not mandatory yeah i think it's a privilege to be able to study Mm-hmm. And I think that you can do it on your own for sure. True. Honestly, True. like I studied visual art at Simon Fraser University. I didn't learn any Adobe software at all. It was only like, it was kind of like not outdated, but it was um, like, let me say that most of what I taught, I taught myself from working with other friends. Mm-hmm. and working and just like the internet uh i'm checking some classes on udemy which are super affordable mm-hmm. and um yeah you also kind of taught yourself most things too yeah. so i think it's like when you have an opportunity to go to a school or it feels like the right school awesome but mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. don't wait to do that you can start and you know i think it maybe comes down to if you can have access to equipment that's the key that you need yeah yeah but here in South Africa, we also got problems like um, data, internet, oh, yeah. you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not easily accessible this side. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, really expensive. Yeah. It's really expensive. Yeah. Unless if you go to like a place that's, that has that has Wi-Fi, like a mm-hmm. coffee shop, something like this. Uh-huh. Even then. But yeah, also when you get there, there's like a whole lot of people and the Wi-Fi yeah. is not really you know working its thing you know yeah Yeah. that was Durban that was Durban yeah and so I think that even just having access to Wi-Fi at our place here in Cape Town has been a game changer to what we can learn and and do you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh that's really good I'm I'm happy that you guys have got access to that and yeah you're right accessibility is important Um, and finding your scene finding your, your tribe helps as well yeah um and yeah sorry but that my point on that is like that's something that as like my you know my family has supported us a lot and the privilege of having the equipment they've gotten for us like Mm -hmm. we get to share that with so many artists we work with who come Mm -hmm. over and record or do our photo shoots and that is the best part i think for Mm -hmm. me to be able to see like from the little studio we've set up like Mm -hmm it can support the community that wants to work with us. So we're trying to do that like more and more and whenever it, it fits, you know? Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. Thank you on behalf of, you know, the creative scene that you guys are giving back and you know, you're not you're not hoarding it all. So that that's really beautiful. Um speaking about collaborating and sharing sharing your your space and everything else, how do you guys um link up with people? Um 
I know you spoke like you work with your friends. How have you linked up with non-friendship related people? Um, do you look to do that more? Um, and how? How 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 are you looking to to collaborate in those senses? I hope that made sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like when it comes to making friends mm-hmm. or just genuine people who want to hang with you or want to be about the business mm-hmm. or whatever that you're doing mm-hmm. uh, we meet up with the people at places like the festivals you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or even online uh, maybe yeah. on Instagram people get a shout out and be like yo we like the style and stuff like this true mm-hmm. I think it's very organic. I can say that people become our friends because we collaborate with them a mm-hmm. lot of the time. Mm-hmm. That's how we get to know people. Um, mm-hmm. Like Blue Priest, who I spoke about earlier, like we've created a great bond with them and, you know, have been collaborating with them recently. But we met through Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. and or creative events. But honestly, that that's becoming less and less. We lucked out our most recent post on Instagram are our literally neighbors who are awesome. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people just uh we end up meeting people very organically like for instance we live above a super cool record store called Other Records which are all mm-hmm. super creative people too so yeah definitely um super creative yeah yeah and the collaborations like I feel like with a collaboration something that might mean a deeper collaboration someone who we collaborate a lot for instance is uh, Sebo, I'm not saying his name perfectly, but uh, he's recently modeled for us. It's like some people that we end up coming back to us for years. Most of our collaborations are like a passion project, so we won't necessarily have a budget, but it's because everyone wants to create. And mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, it kind of just some people will get a chance to collaborate once and then never again, but we'll always have that connection. Yeah. So it seems like they kind of come to us yeah. in a way nice um how have you, how has your creativity fared within the pandemic how's your mental wellness um how how did you keep creative how did you keep that 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 lifeblood going in the moments where it was like oh my gosh it's the the end is mm-hmm. nice yeah, <laughs> exactly it was hard it was yeah. really hard man yeah but you know, like some t- like things were, were fluctuating. Sometimes it would be cool mm-hmm. and everything creative. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other times it would be really stressful and we'd feel kind of like stuck and you know, not knowing what to do next. Mm-hmm. Right. Or just be like lazing around, just chilling, you know. Yeah. yeah. The days were blending. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But I can say that it was a great thing to have our studio in our apartment mm-hmm. like we didn't have to commute anywhere it's the next room i can't say every day we felt motivated to make mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. but you made a lot of beats during that time i oh, did yeah. i started getting into painting canvases again which mm-hmm. i'm so excited about it was really inspirational mm-hmm. and i think all of that helps with the mental health element because yeah. in South Africa, for instance, there was like two months where we literally weren't allowed to leave our house to even go yeah. to the park. You could only, our, our view is of Devil's Peak Mountain. So that was a game changer too. Yeah. <laughs> At least we could go sit on the deck and get some fresh air. Yeah. Um, but in a way it was sort of like a creative hibernation or cocoon. We created yeah. quite a few new outfits. We. Mm-hmm. We're still having online classes with school, so I feel like we were in the right place to make the most out of that time, as hard as it was. Yeah. 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 Wow. Um, some of your rookie mistakes when you were starting Pattern Nation or when you were starting to beat make or write songs, what were some of those mistakes that in hindsight you're like, oh man. Mm. <laughs> Well, I, well, um, okay, I'm going to speak on my, on my side when it comes to performing. Uh, yeah, I'm not really like a, like an outspoken person, like a talkative person, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I had to perform in this one event 
and I know my rhymes pretty well, but I just got on stage, man. I <laughs> and everything just blanked out. I was like, whoa, what, what happened? Yo, what's the next line? Yeah. I, I just kept it going. <laughs> it was kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Some people were just like chilling there, looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just started busting moves and stuff. You know, people were like, oh, hey, what was that? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I moved too. So I kind of like, it's a magic trick there. <laughs> but yeah, that was kind of embarrassing to just like troll on stage and like, oh, kind yeah. of forgot because of these eyes and these all looking at me. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, my mistake is I kind of, it's heavy, it's a heavy one for me, but I feel like it's time I speak about it. Um, so when I first started Pattern Nation, which I started myself in Canada, Mm -hmm. the year before coming to South Africa and meeting Costa, Mm -hmm. uh, I was making necklaces mostly and jewelry out of like rope and textiles and a lot of African print. Mm -hmm. And um, from a group of women of color in Vancouver who I I previously knew some of them, Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, pressed me and, and called me out for appropriation and uh, although there were other people of color in my life who had different views of the situation, mm-hmm. I do wish that I had had the courage to speak with them more about their perspectives. Mm-hmm. And I think I could have dealt with it better than I kind of just like, uh, yeah, I just, I just wasn't as open as I feel like I would be if mm-hmm. something like that happened now. I've learned a lot since then. Yeah. Um, but it, even though I wasn't able to have those conversations with uh, those particular people, it, it still to this day like teaches me to be super hyper vigilant and sensitive and aware of my role as a white person contributing to, you know, the African art community. Yeah. It's, you know, so that yeah. yeah, that was my biggest mistake, but also like I, I continue to grow from it. So, yeah. so do so with patination now. Do you get people that kind of think, oh, you know? here we go again and like a bit of appropriation or um how do you educate yourselves and the the people on the fact that you're not personally i didn't see it to see that Mm. when i was looking at i just saw patterns and maybe that's totally me um i just saw patterns and that's great and that's great and I, honestly I, it's yeah it's been a few years since that experience um mm-hmm. and all of the conversations that have been uh around this topic have been in canada mm-hmm. so i feel like the conversation around appropriation is very different in both cultures mm-hmm. uh you know it, it, here where this is um Af- you know african land the, the people here are mostly from if not the tribe of the land they're on but local Mm -hmm. and there's a different understanding like where white people are not the majority and then in Canada there's a lot uh, less visibility for people of color and it's Mm -hmm. it's still very much uh, you know there's racism everywhere but Mm -hmm. I feel like being here working with you it's really changed the brand and we're always thinking about that you know Mm -hmm. if you're going to collect some African prints to incorporate or certain brands that we work with like we just did a recent collaboration with a brand called Black Privilege there's an article about that and how no way you I know, think I just literally interviewed the guy who wants that Sebastian nice yeah 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 that's fresh yeah. yeah you should oh. check the project we've done with them yeah that's awesome <laughs> small world <laughs> yeah honestly right, yeah. it is I'm sure you'll interview other friends we know and we can put you on to some other artists because the wavelength is there so yeah yeah I mean it's all love and and I think most people get that from us you know yeah no that, I, I got that I didn't really get a vibe and I think yeah I, people who always want to question and accuse it's a lack of education on their part but it's also like a mm-hmm. on your part. And as you go, never give up, never give up what you're doing. Just continue to educate yourself and to exactly. prove that you're, yeah, that's all you can ever do. Because trust me, PC Brigade is on every corner. You can't please everyone. Don't try. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly, exactly. Um, you guys speak so confidently about your work. How have you, um, you know, preserved and cultivated your creative confidence um 
what else do you guys do to really get yourselves to be like you know what i'm a bad shut your mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah how do we hype ourselves up um you know i was gifted with a mother who uh, is also an artist and a dancer Mm -hmm. so from the get-go i was like supported to be myself and Uh that i think is i wish like all kids had that opportunity to just be like yes make Mm -hmm. art and do what you do you know Mm -hmm. Uh, so that still sticks with me my mom's still super close to me and like yeah and then having you as a partner you just get it yeah and and filling our space with art even on like a down day it does like remind us why we're doing what we do i think yeah. Yeah. Awesome. With me, I, I was I was always that quiet kid, right? Mm-hmm. But I sort of knew what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And when some people suggested things to me that didn't really vibe with me, I, I was just like, nah, it's okay. I don't want to try it. I know what I want. You know? Yeah. I was sort of like stubborn, but I didn't want to show it. Yeah. I was. But it was dope. Oh, I've been colorful. I've been colorful. Yeah. Mm. Sure. Nice. Um. So I'm. I'm guessing music is a big part of your process and everything else. Um. Yeah. On your playlist, you can either answer together or individually. To actually, let's make it individual because I want to see. I want to know what makes you two different. Even though you are born on the same day and you're practically, you know, twins. But yeah. <laughs> we're all twins. <laughs> Um, okay. what's the one song that before it even fit actually the first beat you're like you know what now nah, I need to re- I need to restart again I'm not in the right position to really understand what I'm about to feel what's that one song on your playlist that makes you feel like that uh, <laughs> uh, I think yo yo uh, there's these new dudes um I think they're from California. The collective uh-huh. called Selection, Selection That's... Radio. Uh-huh. Um, yo, uh, their type of music. When, when I listen to their music, okay. Yeah. Let let me say, let me say, there's this one producer named um, Sango. Mm-hmm. When I hear his beats, <laughs> I feel like, yo, I need to go back on the drawing mm. board and just like do something because. His beats, because he kind of like um, samples Brazilian music. Okay. It's by, by a funk or something like this. Uh-huh. And it, it has some sort of like, you know, some African beats, but it's Brazilian beats, but it has mm. that drums going on. I'm like, oh, damn. What's happening here? Have... <laughs> right, yo, it speaks with my heartbeat. Mm. So, yeah, that's that's one guy I feel like, yo, uh, w- uh, whenever his music plays, I feel like, so going back. Yeah, I'm just doing something that mm. sounds like that, but not really like that. But yeah, like, you you learn something new every time you listen to it. True. Even though you've listened mm. to it a hundred times, you still find something. You're like, wait, 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 wait. Oh yeah, was, oh, was yeah. that a snare? Oh. What? Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? That's awesome. Okay, I'm thinking about this. I I love a lot of different music. Uh-huh. But um, the one artist who I also grew up with, actually, that I love and I listen to all the time is uh-huh. an artist by the name of Clear Mortify. And okay. they are a soul singer originally from Vancouver, now in Los Angeles. And the two songs that just get me like, can't choose which one of theirs is more my mm-hmm. favorite is Wide Open Ocean or See the Signs. Mm-hmm. Cl- yeah, Clear Mortify. Mm-hmm. And... Their work is just so beautiful. I've known them since high school too, so it's even more deep yeah. for me. Yeah. And yeah. as much as I listen to a lot of like Popcon and Burner Boy and whatever, like yeah. I that's like I love that um those tracks of theirs like so beautiful. Yeah. What's the one song that's on um Costa's playlist that whenever it starts to play you're just like, "Oh my gosh, no. Skip it." Dubstep. I don't know, everything dubstep. I'm doing my best to get down with dubstep. <laughs> he loves it, and he'll just like dance to it for hours. But for me, <laughs> what's the what's the what's the like genre of song that's on like say um 
playlist that you just every time it comes on you're like oh babes can you just turn it off please <laughs> in the nicest possible way i beg you <laughs> i don't know i don't i don't really have any song oh okay oh that's good <laughs> maybe you have maybe she actually has that's yeah, up jump step. <laughs> yeah that's but to be honest you know i just kind of don't ever have to to two things pick music yeah. anymore or roll joints anymore nice. you take care of it <laughs> i love it yeah. i love it get you a man that does it both ladies get you exactly <laughs> and the dishes <laughs> yes. yes okay sorry it's his sister's calling <laughs> okay um message that you want your brand to then tell the world what's the legacy you want for Pattern Nation to have mm. yeah I mean I definitely wanted to have a legacy of love of mm-hmm. connection of of you know celebration of life in a way mm-hmm. um, and I feel like the most easy way for people to access our brand is through fashion but you know we do so much more we're literally interested in bringing color and pattern to every aspect of life um mm-hmm. so i think it's just like sharing and meeting people around the world whether it's through social media or like mm-hmm. in real life who yeah. are on the same path who mm-hmm. are like bringing art and creativity into their lives in similar ways and and also bringing pattern and color to people who might not be used to it and it's it's going to mm-hmm. add something to their life whether it's you know on their walls or on their wardrobe. Yeah. So I definitely feel like it's a message as well of yeah, just acceptance and none of anti all of the isms. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> we. Oh wow. Oh you oh, you were meant to rap. Yeah, you have to beatbox. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to beatbox, so you can't rap over my beatboxing. I have to get on that. <laughs> Before you guys go, please plug where to find you. Let the people know. Whilst Costa beatbox, you can be saying it. Let's make this a whole. Cool. Nice. Uh, you can find Pattern Nation on Instagram at pattern.nation. You can find us on our website at pattern-nation.com. And then individually... Costa Besta and Sid Eva. And Costa Besta is on all streaming platforms that you can find his album, Bantu Rhythm Rap. And we have a new music video coming out next month to watch for called Return of the Zulu. Please follow us on Instagram at Masabanda Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think of the show.